Some footing problems out there tonight. Uh, was that something unique to you guys? I know you were both playing same conditions. But. Yeah, I think that they did a much better job of handling handling the field than we did. Obviously, you know, it really wasn't that bad out there as far as temperature was. I mean, it was cold, but there was no wind. I mean, right. I really didn't feel, you know, I really didn't feel like the weather itself. Uh, was a factor. I thought the field was a factor, but both teams are playing on the same field. I mean, so I thought that obviously Iowa State did a much better job of handling, you know, especially from the hash mark to the sideline. It was pretty frozen from the hash mark to the sideline on both sides right there, but, you know, they played on the same field and I didn't see them, you know, really struggling with it too much. Was it the same type of shoes they were wearing? Did you know? Yeah, we actually, a lot of the guys uh, after warm ups, went from a longer spike to a shorter spike because you can't grip when the field's frozen. It's almost like a glorified sneaker, you know, because you have no nothing to dig into the ground with. You know, that's a, t a typical adjustment you make equipment-wise when you go out and you're playing on a frozen field. You think that was a major factor for Montel? I mean, a lot of times he's sliding around the corner like that. Well, I mean, maybe. It was a it was a major factor, but it's not an excuse. Okay. Okay. So, you know, let's not combine the two of them. Yeah. You know, I think that we obviously were running a lot of direct runs with James. You know, because that's that's that was the way to go. But you know, based off a lot of those direct runs, when everything collapses and he and he pulls the ball, you know, that's when he's got to make plays on the edge and. You know that you know that didn't turn out so well. On any time, any time we were going on to the to the edge. When or when or how did you feel this one got away from you? I mean, right there at halftime, obviously getting well, the ball. No, it was, but it was ten. It was, you know, it was ten nothing. Then it was thirteen nothing. Even when it was thirteen nothing, I still didn't feel the game right. getting away from us. You know, but when you know, when you're nickel and diamond in the run game. And now the one thing we weren't doing, he wasn't, we weren't completing any passes. Now we had some people, you know, that I had some people with some big opportunities, but as you saw in the second half, it really didn't make much of a difference because in the second half, when Jake was putting it right on him, well, we, well, we dropped six passes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many, how many it was. We set, we might have set a world record for the most dropped passes in the shortest amount of time. <clears throat> it was, it was not, it was not a good performance. And the point that I'm getting to, Matt, is if you don't make plays in the passing game at all, okay, and, and your, real, your runs in the game are going to be direct runs rather than getting to the edge runs, you know, you're, you're in a heap of trouble. I mean, that's what ended up happening in that game. Were you thinking about going to Jake early in the game? No, no, I, I wasn't looking to pull Montel. You know, I think that when it got, to the, when it got apparent, that we couldn't run outside, you know. What do I, I don't want Jake in the game if, if we're going to be an inside-outside run team. I want Montel in the game. But when it became apparent that we couldn't run outside, and that our best chance was to run inside and throw the ball, then the obvious answer in that situation was to to go to Jake. Uh, the, the first half when Montel made a mistake and stepped out a yard in front of the first down marker from upstairs, it didn't even look close. Uh, why was that challenge? Well, I was really calling a timeout to try to get the team composed. So if you're already using timeout, you know, if you already use a timeout, 
it gives you an, it gives you an extra 60 seconds. You know, it gives you an extra 60 seconds when they go through that. So rather than get a 30 second timeout, when you, that doesn't really give you time to get the, the team proposed. So I, you know, I kind of knew what the end result was going to be. But now two and a half minutes later, you know. We go to the next snap. I thought it was actually pretty smart, smart, <laughs> smart thing to do at the time. Well, looked like they were all telling you challenge it, challenge it, challenge it. No, no, they were saying go for it, go oh, for it, okay, go for okay. it. Okay. You know, which I was probably pretty stupid going for it in that situation because at the time it was a, a ten nothing game. You know, it was a ten nothing game and we kicked a field goal. Now it's you're going at halftime. It's a ten three game. It's a one score game. Now as the as the Ending the score of the game showed that wasn't a point, but at the point, you know, when you need a, when you need a yard, and you know you're giving it to your hot hand who's who's running it with authority, you know, you figure you're going to get that. But you know, probably the smarter thing in hindsight in that situation would have been to kick the field goal and make it ten, make it to try to make it ten to three. Did anything in the in the pregame factor into that decision? I mean, field goals obviously tougher to come by in weather like this. Did you no, see anything like James, that? James was running the ball hard inside, and I, I can't tell you the number of times in the game where he, he, he didn't get three yards. Yeah. You know when when he carried the ball. Yeah. I mean it was. Right. You know it was he was pretty even when even when he got hit, he was usually for a three yard game. Right. So, right. You know I thought that in that situation, in that situation. Uh, a long yard. I felt pretty good about our chances. I obviously was wrong, but I felt pretty good about our chances. Charlie, you talked a little about this, but all five of your first half drives go past midfield, but you come away with no points. Is that a big factor? You're yeah. Preaching to the choir. I mean, I think that when you when you get into that when you get into that, you know, there was a there was a point that we had to get to, you know, going in one direction where Doherty felt comfortable that he could kick a field goal. Because you know, I probably would have liked to try a 42 or 43 yard field goal, but you know, it wasn't comfortable of make, from making it from that point. And when I when I asked, you know, what we had to get to, we had to get to the 20. So, but other than that, other than that situation, I was very frustrated that we were able to move the ball, you know, move the ball into plus territory, but just keep coming up empty. Did the field and the conditions affect the defense too, especially on that, that first passing play they had? That well, it, it shouldn't have where they were because the the middle of the field wasn't wasn't as frozen as the sidelines. You could even look at it from where you were. You could see, you know, from from the sidelines from the hash mark out, you know, was where where the problems were. Now, maybe that was the case, Rustin. I don't know, but I didn't find the footing in. In between the hash marks being very rough for, for, either, for either team. You know, I might go back and watch the tape tomorrow and see somebody fell down, but that's not how I saw it playing. Is that because water runs off the grounds to the side? No, I guess they tried to defrost the field. I guess the field was snow covered yesterday, and then they blew the snow off, and then they tried to defrost it, and it, it froze back up. It, so, I mean, it was, hey, Hey, look at you can't make that that is an excuse for, for you know, it, it's unfortunate. You can't make an excuse because both teams were playing on the same field. And they're throwing you know, they're throwing some balls to the outside and getting some completions. You know, so I mean they obviously what was the quarterback? Fifteen for twenty? I mean yeah. I mean fifteen for twenty for three hundred? It was something it was something. Exactly. I'm not looking at the stats, but you got them for what what was it? I don't even know. That was it, exactly. Yeah.
and a couple touchdowns. Right? Yeah, yeah. Last week on the the first drive West Virginia had, they kept getting that quick play for 14 yards or whatever it was, and you guys adjusted to it so perfectly. Tonight, that quick pass to their sideline, it just kept hitting you and hitting you. Was it hard to adjust to that? Did you well, have a slow? So once again, the footing, okay. the footing outside right there, you know, you know, the, the footing was rough. Okay. I, said, I just commend them because they did a much better job of handling, yeah. uh, handling them. You know, when you answer that question, you have to be careful that you're not giving an excuse. Right. Okay, uh, was, the, was it bad there? Yeah, it was bad, but it was bad for both teams. Do they practice that more? Or why would no, you think I don't they'd think, handle I don't it think, Because they haven't had bad weather either. I mean, this is just, this was a one-time deal. They, they, we just did, a, we, we did, did not do a very good job. Last year when they came to Lawrence and, and you know blew up your senior night like they did, you, you talked about that was really a, a tough emotional blow for your team. Uh, obviously this is here and it's a different set of circumstances, but with that whole 3-0 and mentality to finish it up and coming off the good vibe from last week, what kind of an emotional blow is something like this tonight? Well, this will be an emotional blow for a day. Okay. Because you know who we got coming up this week. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... If you were telling you were telling me we're playing some indiscriminate team next week, I'd say, I'd give you a different answer. But you know, it's not going to take. By the time they leave tomorrow, you know we'll have shown shown everything from this game, and we'll have seen all the all the all the all the bad things that happened, and and the few good things that happened. You know, they'll watch those things, and then it'll all be about you know Kansas State. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't. I think that anytime you're playing your arch rival. It shouldn't take much to rally to rally to rally the troops. It really it really shouldn't. If it does, then we all have a problem. Charlie, what did you think of Jake when he went in there? I thought he was very very accurate. I thought he had one ball that was low. Other than that, you know, because he's not he's not expecting to play. You know, he's you know he's only getting a handful of reps in practice. He wasn't expecting to play, and to come in, you know, zero out, you know, you know, and put the ball right on the money. Pretty much most of the night. I mean, they had one overthrown ball in the end zone. You know, one low ball. But other than that, I mean, I thought he was slinging the hell out of it tonight. Did he say anything to Montel when you took him out specifically? I talked to both of them. Yeah, I talked to Montel when I took him took him out, and then I talked to both of them on the sideline moving forward too. I mean, quarterback position is it's important to make sure that everyone knows what you're doing and why you're doing. Does, I mean, he's so young. Does something like this, regardless of why it happened, does something like this concern you about his mind and mentality and no, development? And no, because he's, you know, I've been around the kid long enough. I don't think that he's beaten down. I think he just it wasn't, it was not a good performance. Yeah. But he got a lot of help. You know, there were a lot of other people that weren't at the top of the game, you know, top of the game. But uh, I think, you know, he, he feels bad, and we'll, we'll pick up the pieces to, tomorrow and get going. With the performance of receivers um, pretty con fairly consistently poor, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to pick my words. You're trying to say it in nice way. Yeah. Too. Well, why don't you just say it? Okay. Just, no, um, no, just cut. Are, are receivers that you want to get saying no to you? Are you misevaluating receivers? Are they not being developed in practice as well as oh, they should I, be? I, let's, let's get through another week. Let's get in, through another week. And let, let me get through the first two weeks of recruiting. You know, so I need, you know, I need these three weeks. It's a blitzkrieg for three weeks here, Tom. And I got to get through this game, and then the Sunday after after Kansas State, I got to hop on a plane and go recruit. 
and I gotta go recruit the hell out of players for, for the next two weeks. And then when I get back in and we come off the road, you know, at the week of the 16th where we can go back and try to find the answers to some of those questions. To, you know, to self-scout self will be at least a couple of the days where you go in and address what the issues are. Are you shocked by tonight's outcome? No, I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm very, very disappointed. You know, I expected us to, you know, there was no evidence in practice or in warm-ups that we were going to do anything but play very well, and, and, and we didn't.